hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I hope you're all having a, a, a great day and a great week and a great 2020 so far. If you're listening to it uh, when this is coming out, we're not that far into it, but it feels like it's been a thousand years. If you're listening to it later... <laughs> Who knows? I'm- I'm sure so many things have happened, both Probably. good and bad. God, just so many things. They just continue happening. Um, we are uh, talking about, um, we talked about a few uh, DC Universe magic-associated uh, individuals the past few weeks. We talked about uh, Dr. Fate. We talked about... Zatanna, uh, two of the most, the most famous magicians that, uh, DC has to offer. Um, and, uh, today we're talking about another, uh, very iconic magic-adjacent character, um, who's sort of part of the DCU, but sort of isn't, but also definitely is now, uh... I mean, he's Mr. in it now. He's oh, he he in it now. He, um, he sure is there in it. Ah, uh, uh, Mr. John Constantine is his name. Um, and uh, who oh boy, John uh John Constantine is a character who has had some experiences. And um, wow, is he tired. He, God, he is so tired. Um, so, um, John Constantine was, uh, created, uh, for, uh, Alan Moore's, uh, Swamp Thing comics. Um, with, not... Not just Alan Moore. Alan Moore is the person most famously associated, uh, with Swamp Thing. Um, Swamp Thing was a, uh, a character who was part of, uh, DC's Vertigo imprint, um, which, uh, I don't think, I don't think he was in Vertigo at the time, um, but he became sort of, uh, one of the, one of the, the major players in that. Um, so, uh, Swamp Thing is a, uh, is a comic, uh, created by, uh, Alan Moore, uh, or, like, famously written by Alan Moore. Um, and, uh, John Constantine was introduced as a recurring character in these comics because two of the artists for the series at the time really liked Sting. <laughs> and they said, Alan, can we introduce a character to Swamp Thing who looks like Sting so we can draw Sting? Um, and, I mean, um, not the worst origin story. No, it's not. Um, and Alan Moore was like, yeah, I mean, why not? Alright, we'll make a, we'll make a dude, uh, who looks like Sting, um, and, uh, his thing will be, uh, that he's sort of, uh, 
kind of like a, a consultant to Swamp Thing. Uh, I guess he's like a, kind of a paranormal detective, uh, and he helps, you know, he works with Swamp Thing and, like, advises him on, like, you know, various, like, occult and supernatural things. Uh, and he shows up a few times, and they're sort of friends, and he looks like Sting. Um, uh, and that was John Constantine. Um, a man who was created because some artists wanted to draw Sting. Um. John Constant Sting. Yes, exactly. Um, he, um, he does go on from this, uh, to develop... A much more, uh, a much more complicated, uh, character profile than just looking like Sting. Um, one of the, uh, one of the first things, uh, that Alan Moore said kind of, like, uh, clicked with him for the character when he was trying to come up with, like, how am I going to incorporate this guy into Swamp Thing is that he was, like, so, uh, a lot of famous, like, comic book magic people are kind of, you know, uh, mysterious and aloof and, you know, they just kind of, like, dramatically arrive and dispense cryptic wisdom and they live in towers and they wear, like, you know, big robes and stuff, um, thinking, uh, you know, like, like, your, your Doctor Fates and your Doctor Stranges of the world, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, a pretty common archetype, um, and, uh, Alan Moore was like, I thought it would be interesting to have, uh, a guy who's, like, you know, a a sorcerer or a warlock or whatever, um, but kind of just, like, like a very, like, working class, like, rough around the edges sort of guy who, like, he wears a dirty coat and he smokes all the time, uh, and he's a mess, but he does do magic. (laughs) Um, which, um, is kind of a, uh, a, a, a jumping off point for what, uh, Constantine will eventually become. Uh, a man who is addressed almost exclusively by his last name. Um, he doesn't have a, like, like a, he's not a superhero. He doesn't have a superhero name. He has, um, his comic that he stars in initially is called Hellblazer. And that's just sort of like an epithet for him, but it's not really like his, you know, like, code name or anything he he's is not like just... i'm hellblazer no he is just constantine um so uh he shows up in swamp thing he also uh this is in the mid 80s um he also makes a uh cameo appearance in uh crisis on infinite earth which is happening around the same time um, and, uh, gains, uh, gains some popularity from his appearances in Swamp Thing, and I think also, you know, as, like, Alan Moore and other people were working on the character, they were like, 
Oh, he's like a pretty interesting actually. Um so he uh in 1988 um he gets his own like uh his own comic series which is called Hellblazer. Or I think it officially it's called John Constantine, comma Hellblazer. Um it, it, that's what you're called if you're like a, like lawyers are esquire. Yeah. But he's John Constantine, Hellblazer. <laughs> yes, please address him as such. Um which uh then becomes uh one of the kind of starting like foundational comics when DC launches uh its Vertigo imprint in the 90s which is uh designed to kind of publish more adult oriented um kind of darker stories that usually aren't necessarily as connected to like the larger DC universe um so, uh, what's up, uh, what's up with John Constantine? God, um, I would love to know. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, what's this guy's deal? Um, so, John, uh, John Constantine, um, was, uh, born in Liverpool, um, in 1953. Um, he is... A very British character. <laughs> That's w- one thing that, like, one thing about Constantine you gotta know. Uh, not the one thing, but, like, just very, very British. Um, Incredibly he, uh, tired. Very God. British. Um, so he was, uh, he was born in 1953. Um, for... Most of his, uh, his published career, uh, un- while he's, like, uh, under, like, his own comic and in, uh, Vertigo, um, he does age in real time, unlike almost any other comic book character. Oh my god. Like they- I know, can you, <laughs> they do establish him getting older as the comic progresses. So he's still, he's consistently born in 1953, and he is whatever age he would be in the year the comic comes out. Um, I am astounded. uh, I know! Can you imagine such a thing? Um, when, now that he's, like, when they establish him in the DC universe proper, which we will, will get to, um, they create, like, a younger version of him, um, so now he's probably, like, back to playing by, like, normal, not normal, but, like, the comic book aging rules that everybody else plays by, um, so it would be funny if, like, Constantine was getting older and all of these other superheroes were not, and he was like, yo, what the, what the hell? He's the only one that time works for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why? Why? <laughs> um god. Uh so he was uh his initial origin story um is that uh 
his uh mother dies in childbirth. Um he has a uh a twin brother who was uh stillborn and there's a much later plot about how like like the the soul of his brother is trying to like take over his life or like ruin his life to like so that the two of them can like merge again because that's like the sort of thing that happens to him um how's a baby gonna ruin your life (laughs) you'd be surprised um i mean there are conventional ways for a baby to mess up things but like yes this ain't one of them (laughs) well yes but it's a magic it's magic baby magic ghost spooky baby does does Um, the baby age like john constantine ages (laughs) I think so. I'm not sure. Um, John, we're always the same age. Shut up. Um, you do not have a corporeal form that can age. I don't know how this is happening. Very strange. Um, he uh, he grows up with uh, his older sister and uh, a pretty contentious relationship with his uh alcoholic father um and uh in uh in his youth he starts uh practicing magic um unlike uh our friend uh Zatanna Zatara um where the explanation given for her having magical abilities is she's descended from a special like, subspecies of human called Homo Magi. Um, the other day, I accidentally said Homo Magica, and I'm like, no, no, that would be completely different. <laughs> this is my new anime, Homo Magica. <laughs> That's just Madoka. That's what um, I said after I accidentally said that. <laughs> you were right. Um, that, um, that is the kind of thing that is, uh too silly for kind of the the gritty noir sort of feel that uh Constantine comics are all about um but he is uh descended um from uh uh a family known uh as the laughing magicians um which is very cool uh so named because uh they were famous for like bluffing and tricking uh gods and other powerful beings um mood yeah so he has uh he has connections uh to magic in his past um and he starts studying it um one of his first acts of magic i quote was to hide all of his childhood innocence and vulnerability in a box to rid himself of it. Hey, I jo- assume hey! that's literal. Yeah, no, like, magically. Like, not, like, not the normal psychological trauma practice of, like, repression. But he puts it in a box. Hey, Constantine, my guy, are you good? Go see a therapist. Just go to a normal therapist! Don't put this in a box with magic! John! Mr. Constantine, sir! 
Mr. Hellraiser. Blazer. Fuck. Hellblazer. Yeah, Hellraiser's a different guy. <laughs> Mr. Hellblazer. See a therapist. <gasps> God, he doesn't. He will not. He refuses. Um, he thinks so, he can solve uh, all his problems with magic and just shoving it down in a box. It's not healthy. <gasps> oh, he'll never learn. Um, so he, um, he runs away, uh, runs away from home, moves to London, uh, in the 60s. Um, he, uh, gets involved with some more occult stuff. Um, he also gets very into punk rock. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, um, he, um, he forms a band called Mucus Membrane. I love it. Yeah, with, with a few, with some other guys, including, um, his, uh, like, best friend and, like, long-lasting sidekick, um, who's a, a man named, uh, Chaz Chandler. Um, he, um, he forms a band, um, called Mucus Membrane. Um, they, uh, release, there's a, they have a song called, uh, Venus of the Hard Cell that, um, they wrote, like, lyrics to in one of the comics, and then they, uh, got another band to, like, record a version of it um a band uh uh they got a band called spider legs to record a version of it that was like <laughs> kind of intentionally bad um oh oh i love this so much this it's just it's all very good all of this is very good just um, hey record this song and also make it not good on purpose listen this horrible man's punk rock band <laughs> made this song and we need we need you to sing it um he uh he also does just like stage magic because uh you know why not um he <laughs> i feel like if you are in comics and you can do magic you've been a stage magician at least once yeah, it's just, it's just part, it's just part of how it goes. It's um, easy money. Yeah, that's true. He predicts the assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan, so, like, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, kind of, uh, kind of the inciting incident, uh, for his becoming a kind of, uh, occult detective slash anti-hero slash sometimes vigilante slash like nobody really knows exactly what Constantine is. Um a mystery. Yes. Um but uh with um while he's uh with his band uh in Newcastle, um they uh discover this uh this abused child who had, like, uh, conjured a monster, uh, in order to, like, get her revenge. Um, and now there's just kind of, like, a monster rampaging around this club. 
Um, and, uh, Constantine's like, oh, I know, I know, listen, I have a great idea. Um, he pitches to his friends in the band, as well as a few other people. He's like, we can summon a demon and use the demon to get rid of the monster. Um, and this goes very badly, uh, because he was not prepared, uh, to control this demon, um, he didn't use its, like, uh, its true name, which is what you need in order to, like, bind a demon, so the demon shows up, uh, takes this poor child to hell, like, wreaks havoc on John and his friends and everybody, um, and, uh, he have a, has a nervous breakdown, um, well, yeah, um, spent some time in a, in a psychiatric ward, um, and then comes out of it like, okay, that went bad, uh, gonna try, uh, gonna try and do better than that next time. Um, and he feels, um, he feels guilty about it for a very long time. But he feels guilty about a lot of things. <laughs> here's, um, here's, here's the thing about, uh, Constantine, um, is that, uh, he does do magic. He is, uh, like... A magic man? He is a, a magic man. Um, he is capable of magic and, like, very good at it. Um, he, like, there's no, like... Most magical superheroes, like, don't have a lot of, like, hard limits on what they can do with magic. It's just kind of like, you got magic. Like, go <laughs> crazy. Um, so he's, uh, he's done, like, you know, all of the pretty standard magic stuff. Uh, he's time-traveled, he's teleported, he's created illusions, um, he does telekinesis, he shoots fire, um, all, all kinds of stuff. Um, the magic is not his primary method of accomplishing things. Um, John Constantine is, at his heart, uh, a con man. So, most of the time, when he's in a situation, uh, his primary method is to just manipulate his way out of it. Not use the magic that he has and can use. He's like, no, no, no. I gotta trick some motherfuckers. <laughs> um, there's, like, one point where, um, he, uh, discovers that he has lung cancer, um, presumably from all of the smoking he does, which he does all the time, um, and, you know, uh, he doesn't want to die, um, so what he does is he makes an agreement, uh, with, he sells his soul to multiple different demons, uh, and when the demons show up, like, all right, Constantine, it's time to collect, he's like, ah, bah, 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 bah. sold my soul to a bunch of you. And now, you're all gonna be fighting over which of you gets my soul. And it's like, it's gonna be- 
It's like that Tumblr post about the lady selling her firstborn to a bunch of different witches. Yeah, it's exactly like that. He does he does that. He's like, you're all going to be fighting over which of you gets my soul. Uh, hell's going to fall into complete disarray because you're all arguing with each other and you're probably going to kill each other. Um, and it's going to be a huge mess. So you could do that or you could cure my cancer and I won't die. And that won't be an issue. <laughs> They're like, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you, Constantine. Um, that's, um, it's a, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of, as, you know, as his lineage implies, um, this man just fucking lying to demons and God. <laughs> um, he also, um, he, uh, is pretty well known, um, for having a lot of very bad stuff happen to the people around him. Um, he, uh, which I think it not, is kind of... <laughs> not, not a unique thing in comics, however. Oh, no, absolutely not. Um... And especially in the sort of, you know, like, uh, edgy dude, anti-hero genre. Um, but it happens with Constantine to such an absurd extent. <laughs> there are so few people who have survived just, like, having a friendly conversation with Constantine. Um, it is, it is truly, God, it is, like, he, he, like, thinks his sister is dead, and then he realizes she's alive, and he's like, that's great, and then, uh, his sister ends up getting sent to hell, uh, almost every person he's ever been in a relationship with has died, usually horribly, like, most of his friends, like, the only way to be safe is if you are, like, a recurring named character in, like, something else. <laughs> and even then, it's like, I don't know. Um, uh, Batman's safe. Batman is probably fine. Batman has interacted with Constantine, but he will probably be okay as a result. If you have your own titled comic... Yes. You're fine. You're fine. Um, Everybody else is on thin fucking ice. <laughs> God damn. Um, uh, he is also, um, he's bisexual. Uh, canonically. Uh, so it's established in, like, uh... It's like, what, 93, 95? Uh, 92, actually, is what I have here. Um, I was close. You were close. Um... It's, it's because I googled earlier does john constantine is bi <laughs> well does he well does he because uh, um, i'm just like he is right i'm not he, misremembering this right yes no you are you are very correct he is i <laughs> will say like uh i mean not uh not a lot of LGBT characters in comics in general, certainly not enough. Um, but 
definitely not a lot of bisexual men. Um, when I did I that be- Google search, I also came across a Polygon article that's like, hey, John Constantine just had a three-way with a ghost and a Japanese horror monster. And I'm like, thank you. God thank you, Mr. Constantine. God bless this horny idiot. Um, I, um, he, I mean, I would say, like, probably the most, like, prominent bisexual male character and, like, the one who's, like, the most, like, it's not just a throwaway thing most of the time. Like, it's not just, like, one time he was, like, oh, yeah, you know, I've, like, I've, I've dated men. Like, he does, like, consistently, like, date and have sex with, like, people of all genders, uh, including the gender of ghost. Um, <laughs> which, um, which I do appreciate. And, like, I also, like, I don't know, I, not to give, like, too much credit, I don't want to be like, oh, John Constantine ended by phobia. Um, but it is, <laughs> night, like, he's not really that much of a stereotype, uh, as, you know, a kind of, like, hard-drinking, chain-smoking, grouchy, like, detective-slash-con-man. Um, you know, is like, he's not, like, a macho-macho character, but, like, a lot of tropes that are usually associated with, like, you know, traditional masculinity, um, that are kind of good to see, uh, you know, have, a have a character be like, oh, yeah, no, I, like, I date men, like, a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, and, to be fair, like, on the, like, he is definitely, like, a problematic fave. Um. <laughs> it's comics. Who isn't? It's comics. Who isn't? Um, I, like, Other he, than Squirrel Girl, I know, I know. <laughs> he has, um, he has for sure, uh, done some shit, some dark shit. Um, I, I will say this, um, as far as kind of, you know, gritty comic anti-heroes go, um, which, you know, it was like the 80s and the 90s, and like, that was like the whole thing, and everybody knows I tend to be kind of tired of that. Um, I think what I will say about Constantine is that it's less, like, gritty comic anti-hero in the sense of just, like, being hyper-violent all the time to everyone. Um, and it's more just, like, he's... Spooky. He's he's spooky. Um, and he's a very trolley problem sort of guy. Like, if... You need to, like, kill ten people to save a hundred people. Constantine is very like, oh, yeah, I'll kill those people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pull in the switch. No problem. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then he'll, you know, he'll be, like, really, like, he'll drink a lot about it. But, like, he drinks a lot about everything. So that's, that's par for the course. And, like, that's probably why he- his band broke up. Yeah. Alcohol will destroy a mucous membrane. All right. 
Okay, well. <laughs> I was hoping you're like, Olivia, are you still there? Yep, great. <laughs> great episode, everybody. Um, He does also, like, he also does some shady shit, like, just to save his own skin. Like, he has double-crossed uh, and kind of, you know, turned on, like, quite a few people to protect himself. Um, which, like, I think can be neat sometimes as a, as a character trait. Um, I, a lot of the, uh, grimness of it gets a little bit much for me. Um, partly because the whole, like, oh, you know, just like everybody he has ever cared about dies, just like bodies and bodies in his wake, like, does mean a lot of dead women. And like, yeah, but do you think it's because they're like, oh no, if he has any, like, long-standing loved ones in his life, they're gonna eventually realize that he sucks to be around? <laughs> and we really don't want to write that. Because <laughs> like we just gotta kill him off. <laughs> it would suck, like... John Constantine, cool character, would hate this man in real life. Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely, for sure. Um, there have been, um, several writers- This is, like, its own section on his Wikipedia page, which I find, like, very is funny. Is this the in-real-life one? Yeah! Because I looked at that and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, several, you can go to John Constantine's Wikipedia page and look at this for yourself. Several writers and artists have claimed to have seen John Constantine in their real lives. Um, which, like, I'm sure that part of this is just, like, if you're working on a character and you have that character in mind and you see somebody who, like, kind of, you know looks really tired and is wearing a trench coat, you're like, oh my god, it's him, because you're thinking about John Constantine. But the fact that this has happened often enough that it's its own section on his Wikipedia page is, like, it's it's so funny to me. Um, I mean, there's and, gotta just be, like, people who are like, hey, I look kind of like John Constantine. I'm gonna start wearing a trench coat. And if I see somebody that is like, holy shit, is that John Constantine? I'm gonna say some weird bullshit and then walk away. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hey, if you uh, think you look sort of like John Constantine um, and or Sting from the police, um, please do this. Uh, please do this to Alan Moore or whoever else you can find. Um, the last, the reason I bring this up is because the last sentence uh of this section is brian azarello once saw him in a chicago bar but avoided him first of all the statement of fact here is incredible <laughs> um brian azarello once saw him in a chicago bar but avoided him saying that the thing about john is the last thing you'd want to be is his friend see which, like, yeah, like, partly because it would get you killed, but also because he's not a super likable guy. 
Um, and you'd just be sitting there like, John, just go to therapy. Just John, go just to go therapy. to therapy. John. Um, Please just get a therapist. Yes. Like, he's, like, he's charismatic, for sure. Um, but he is challenging. Um, <laughs> my favorite- Fun to read I, about. Yeah. My favorite, like, interpretations of Constantine are, like, uh, like a little bit, like, Clint Barton-y. Um, like, the kind of person who's, like, absolutely 100% of the time, like, seems to just barely be getting by by the skin of their teeth. Um, and then they turn around and they're like, oh, no, I meant, I meant to do, I meant to do all of that. All of that I did on purpose. A himbo. <laughs> himbo John Constantine! Um, <laughs> no, he's too, he's too unpleasant to be a himbo. Um, he- he's also too, like, his, his charm comes from other things instead of being an adorable doofus. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Um, we need- Although, we need... what an interpretation that would be. <laughs> hey, Sai, I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of Constantine now. Uh, I've got this great, I've got this great new pitch. Um, my, um, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Constantine appearance, which I've definitely talked about here before, um, is there's, uh, a story in one of the Grayson I knew it. annuals. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> There's a story in one of the Grayson annuals. Um, with the vampires. Grayson, with the vampires. Where a Dick gets kidnapped by a bunch of sexy vampires. And they uh, tie him up. And they're doing sexy vampire stuff to him. And John Constantine's like, oh, I heard about some vampires. I gotta go, you know, kill these vampires. Um, goes there, uh, finds Dick Grayson, who at this point is Grayson, agent of Spiral, so he can't, like, see his face because of the weird Grayson stuff. And, uh, Dick Grayson just having a fun, sexy time with some vampires! <laughs> and Constantine's like, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Dick Grayson's like, oh, yeah. And then he goes over and just, like, kind of, like, weirdly, like, half flirts with Constantine for a little bit. And Constantine's like, what the? You're like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, no, yeah, it's cool. I mean, these vampires are, like, cool now. Anyway, bye. Constantine's Didn't like, he, like... <laughs> Did it, wasn't Dick just like, yeah, no, I, I got it. I changed my blood into basically sunlight. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. They're gonna drink my blood, we're gonna have a fun time, and then they're just gonna die. <laughs> Solve the vampire problem. Anyway, have fun. Bye. Constantine's just like, oh, fuck. Okay, uh. God. This sure is a thing to look at, ain't it? This sure is a thing to take in. God, that man has a great ass. <laughs> How many times in, not to derail the John Constantine episode to talk about Dick Grayson's ass, <laughs> but I'm sure he would not mind. Um, no, absolutely not. How many times are off, are comic book writers going to be all like, and anyway, here's where we talk about Dick Grayson's ass. It's 
We simply must. It is, I feel like <laughs> Grayson was, like, one of the biggest cult. Grayson is the the book where Midnighter recognizes Dick by his ass. What's the one where Babs recognizes Dick by his ass? It's the same era. It but is. But was it I, in Grayson, or was it in, like, a related... It, it wasn't it wasn't in Grayson, I don't think. Um, but it was the same era, because she's like, I recognize that ass. But Dick's dead, so suspicious. Yeah. Hmm. Odd. Um, huh. Maybe it was in Batgirl. Um, but, like, that... Um, anyways, uh, Constantine would want us to bring this up. Uh, it's, it's, it's in his memory. Um, I, <laughs> I do want to say, um, my, um, my friend Moss, friend of the show Moss, uh, sent me a meme today. Um, was like, this reminded me of you, and it was, uh, of a dude, I think from Yakuza, but it's just says, oh, you've had sex? Yeah, well, I've had enough. <laughs> um, and he was like, this sounds like something you would say. This is what I picture every time on Capes and Shapes you talk about a character's questionable romantic choices. And I was like, oh, we're talking about Constantine today. So this is perfect. <laughs> and it's like, so, Constantine, you've had sex? Well, I've had enough. And he's I like, yeah, have... I've had enough too, buddy. I've had it up to here with you, sir. Um, as, uh, as of this month, officially, um, Vertigo has been discontinued, uh, after 26 27 years, um, it's, it's the same age as I am, um. Oh no. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty whack. Um, Olivia, we're next. Oh no! We're gonna get discontinued by DC. DC Comics will finally discontinue me. <laughs> um, so, uh, for a while... While he was, like, being published by by Vertigo, Constantine was, like, not really part of the main DC universe. He, like, uh, popped up in it occasionally, but, like, they didn't really have, like, full rights to him. Um, he, in 2011 is when, um, they officially introduced the, um, the DCU version of Constantine. Um, he shows up in the, uh, the Brightest Day crossover event. Um, and since then, he's been around, um, he was on, uh, Justice League Dark in the New 52. I think he's on Justice League Dark again now. Um, and, uh, so now as Yes, as of the official cancellation of Vertigo, um, Constantine is the, the full, the full property of the DCU. Um, it's technically, like, I think they messed around with his backstory a little bit, um, and he was, like, younger when he was introduced in 2011 than he was, uh, in Vertigo, and probably 
again, he will, uh, not age as rapidly, though that would be pretty funny if it was the case. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's just in, just in comics now. Um, so, um, I'm curious how that's going to play out. Because for a long time, like, the thing about kind of the Vertigo Constantine was that, like, they didn't want to involve too much superhero stuff because they were doing kind of, you know, uh, a gritty, like, occult thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, now it's just superheroes all over the place. Um, God, can you imagine John Constantine just like, well, at least all I have to deal with is, like, the occult, and then he's shoved into the DC universe, and he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, God this damn it. This is so I was, much more. I was avoiding all of this, all of you oh. people and your problems. I just, like, I dated Zatanna that one time, and it was God, whatever. no wonder he came to Earth and just keeps messing with comic book writers. <laughs> just so like, done with it all. Fuck you. Um, fuck the has... shit I'm out. <laughs> um, he's uh been credited also with inspiring uh a lot of different examples uh of the same genre of kind of you know like occult mystery uh kind of stuff including, uh, the CW Supernatural, um... Really? Yes, from which Misha Collins has been stated, uh, saying that Castiel's, uh, trench coat look is a direct reference to Constantine. Um, That does track. (laughs) That does make sense. It's funny to me, because I've watched very little Supernatural, but I've been online my whole life. Uh, yeah, I've watched too much Supernatural. <laughs> Castiel does not seem like a very Constantine-ish character. He is not. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um, but having having the the aesthetic nod, I think, is is kind of fun. Um, yeah, and you know, like a lot a lot of other characters uh, have been either parodies or homages or sort of like pastiches of like Con Johnstantine Bellhazer <laughs> Exactly. Um there's one uh there's a um a Marvel character created by uh Warren Ellis named uh Constance Johansson. Um uh huh. Kind of just like a parody version of Constantine, but she's a lady. Um, I mean, like, immediate improvement. Yeah, a hundred percent, absolutely. Um, as long as she's still by. God, I hope. That's that's as that's long so as Constance important. is also down for a ghost threesome. <sighs> no dice. <gasps> oh, there's um, there's a Tumblr ficlet by that one person who does like a lot of really good Bruce Wayne content about like Constantine like at a party that Bruce is at like hey that hot guy over there that's that's 
the devil. That's literally Satan. And Bruce is like, oh, damn, really? And Constantine's like, yeah, so, like, stay away from him. And Bruce is like, or, and Constantine's like, no, you can't fuck Satan, Bruce! (laughs) Or, hmm, consider, um... (laughs) I have a different idea. It's, it's very good. Um, I like, Constantine's good. Constantine's a good, a good character concept. Um... (sighs) I think that's that's all that's all I had. Uh do you have any more thoughts? Have you have you ever seen John Constantine in real life? No, but I'm pretty sure I've seen Constantine cosplayers, which I suppose oh. one of them could be John Constantine in I real mean, life. Yeah, you'd never know. Although I don't know why John Constantine would be at a convention center during a comic book convention. <laughs> It does not sound like his scene. It it doesn't really, but maybe he got bored and he wanted to see if anybody recognized him as the real John Constantine. Didn't Hugh Jackman do that as Wolverine? I possibly I know Andrew Garfield definitely went to Comic-Con in his Spider-Man costume. Um something else happened recently too. There was something at Comic-Con this past year where, like, somebody was, like, cosplaying themselves. I did Google it. It was 2013. Business Insider headline, Hugh Jackman dresses as Wolverine to Comic-Con. No one notices. (laughs) Hugh Jackman says he dressed up as Wolverine at Comic-Con and no one recognized him. (laughs) Oh, I got dressed up in my full Wolverine costume. Not one person stopped me, said Jackman. One guy goes, eh, not bad. And another one said, <laughs> whoa, way too tall, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Oh, there's a video of him at a panel. <laughs> and I'm not going to watch it, but wow. Wow. Wow, way too tall, buddy. He's like, I'm literally Wolverine. <laughs> Take it up with the t- casting director. Anyway, if you're John Constantine, send us a tweet. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Olivia, did you read comics? Uh, yes. I, what did I read this week? Let me get my comics out. It's time to rustle some comics around. ASMR, um, ASMR. <laughs> Yes. Um, I was picking up, uh, I was picking up two weeks of comics because I missed last weekend. Um, Sam, a friend and patron of the show, Sam, um, mentioned, uh, the new, uh, the new issue of Nightwing to me. Um. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, and it does, uh, it does seem to be building to not having Rick Grayson anymore. Um, I'm just so tired. I don't, I'm just so tired of it. It's 2020. 2020 is the year Rick Grayson dies. I'm, James Tynan has promised me (laughs) I'm done with it. I want to be able, I've, Kept buying Nightwing this whole time, and I don't know why, because I don't like it. I just want it 
to be over. And they seem to be indicating that it will be over soon. And I'm very hopeful that soon is, like, very soon and not, like, uh, in a couple months soon. Um, there was some, uh, Batman, uh, Cheshire was in Batman, which is fun. I'm still, like, uh, I'm still waiting for the new Batman to, like, really properly hook me. Um, did we talk about, did we talk about, uh, Strange Adventures last week? Um, um I cannot recall. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, Tom King, uh, Mitch Gerard, and, uh, Doc Shaner are working on a new mini-series about Adam Strange called Strange Adventures, which is, like, again, another, like, mini-series that's, like, uh, focused, like, character study on Adam Strange, and, uh, for a while, Tom King was teasing that there was, like, a, like, secondary protagonist, basically, to this series that they hadn't revealed yet, um, and last week, it was before we recorded the Zatanna episode, they announced that that second protagonist is, uh, Mr. Terrific, uh, oh. yes, so we were, uh, you know, really had our finger on the pulse, uh, this month, recording a Mr. Terrific episode a few weeks ago, um, so everyone should go listen to that if you want to, like, brush up before, uh, I don't know when, uh, the first issue of that drops, but I think it's coming soon, um, and, uh, also there's a new, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy series, uh, starting. And I like it so far. It's cool, it's fun, it's weird. Um, as Guardians of the Galaxy should be. Yes. <laughs> yes, always. Um, love to see, uh, Rocket wearing a little suit. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I support him. Um... But it's, it's it's cool. I'm excited by it. Uh, that is, uh, that's what's going on. Oh, uh, one last thing. I will probably mention this again next week, but I am, uh, going to be guesting on, uh, another episode of, uh, Pod of Greed, uh, the world's number one Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. Um... <laughs> so, uh, you can, I'll remind everyone again next week, but if you want to, uh, check that out, I'm not sure what day it's going to be dropping, uh, but keep your eyes out, you can hear about me once again, I will be there just to get really worked up about Sedu and Mokubakaiba. That's all <laughs> I, that's all I do. Um, it's your brand! It's my whole Dang brand. Um, okay. That's it, I think. Um, if you want to catch up with us, see new episodes, follow what we're doing, you can find us at Capes and Japes on, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server. You can, uh, pop in, we're usually around, chat about stuff, do whatever, um, 
look at my fun meme where Mr. Peanut's gonna come back with amnesia and a metal arm. Yeah, that was a pretty good meme. Um, I did that. I took way too long on that because I was on my phone at work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the sacrifices we all make for memes. Um... We uh we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um you can get bonus episodes. We're going to be recording a bonus episode after this. You can listen to it if you join our Patreon. Um if you love we- our self-indulgent content, please. Oh boy. For only it's- $1 a month you can get us being so self-indulgent. It's not stopping, but apparently people are like enjoying it. So, hey, Check it out. Um, leaving a rating and review is another great way uh, to help us out. If you want to do that, we super, super appreciate it. Um, telling a friend about the show. Uh, letting them check it out. Um, and just being here and listening and joining us. We are so, so grateful to you all the time. Um, thank you for being here. For this episode of Capes and Japes, I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And John Constantine would probably kiss sexy Batman. Oh, for sure. (laughs) 